You're listening to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. This makes my nipples hard. You know what, Gary? My nipples are really hard right now. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) how's it going, friends? We're here to talk to you about a year in review with the Classic Gamers Guild podcast. Now, please join us on this epic journey as we go all the way back to exactly one year ago to the date of when this episode will be released which will be on the 2nd of January, but now, crazy enough, 2024. What? Hey, Paul. Dude, what's up? I just got got nervous because you told him it was going to be epic, and I just wanted to do that (laughs) thing at the end of commercials where, like, must be 18 years old or epic is not guaranteed. (laughs) (laughs) Asterixes are important in all aspects of life. Dude, exactly. This is our buddy end of the year extravaganza. I'm I'm sitting here wearing a turtleneck sweater, cupping a, a cup of hot cocoa with two hands uh, <laughs> by a fireplace and other fictional things uh, that's going on. We're going to talk about, we're, we're, look, listen. The more that Paul and I have talked about like the episodes that we've done over the last year, there's always that little thing that like is in the back of your mind that's like, oh man, I kind of wished I talked about this or I talked about that. So we're just going to go over the episodes that we did and talk about the stuff we wished we had talked about. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Like we, yeah. neither of us knew how to package that into something neat and tidy, but that's, that's what's going on. There's the verbose version of it. So so let's just bloody let's get into it, you know. Let's let's go back to let's go back to uh, exactly a year ago from right now, January second, twenty twenty three. We're sitting down. We're talking big sexy boxes. Was the episode, <laughs> and according to to past me, it said that Ann and Paul are back for a brand new year of banter on brand new old games. And you know what's funny? We were back for a brand new year of banter and old games or something. Uh, yeah, that was actually a pretty convoluted episode description. Do you remember this episode? Big, big, sexy boxes? I'm, you know, it's funny because I'm trying to remember how we came up with the idea for this episode. Now, I know we'd been off. We hadn't recorded episodes. We had both had whatever stuff going on in the last year. And and there's an asterisk in the title of this. And I think what I did was I stood... Nothing. This isn't connected, but I stood in front of my big boxes and I kind of picked a few that I thought were my sexiest boxes, the ones that made me excited. And and then the bottom photo, that's the picture I sent to you, had like Dagger of Almond Raw and I mean, I don't know if all of them are from me. We put it all together that, that it was just like the favorite classiest boxes. Yeah, I guess we should say too to listeners that don't like don't see basically our socials where where we post the thumbnail for the the episodes every episode always has a thumbnail that 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 i make for the episode and so if you're ever curious you can go to our website cggpodcast.com um because i'm assuming most people probably don't go to the website right it's just like you got the rss plugged into your little player and it just tells you when there's a new thing but if you ever want to like you know you're just super bored probably pooping and then head to, to cggpodcast.com and you can see our, our adorable little thumbnails and how they've been evolving mm-hmm. through the years. And, and yeah, this, this thumbnail has on the top of it is Anna, uh, just a, a small smidgen of Anna's collection. And on the bottom part, a small smidgen of mine. So these are, mm-hmm. these are real, you know, real, our real, our real boxes, not, yeah, let's just leave it there. No need to bring Anna's vagina into this. <laughs> 
Well, it's a real box too. We just we're all about real boxes <laughs> in this show, and I guess that that's kind of my fault for how the episode started, even if it wasn't my idea. So. <laughs> But it's true, you know what, boxes are great. And in this year, a big change for me and my big sexy boxes is I've taken them out of where they were, which was kind of like crammed into a bookshelf in an office and it was kind of haphazard. And for me to record, I maybe had to move stuff around and it was awkward. And I put them in the living room where they're on display and I can see most of them and the stuff that has signatures is facing outward so the signature doesn't get rubbed off and uh, nothing's stacked and nothing's piled. So as far as big sexy boxes go, I have a lot of them and now a lot of them are super accessible and they weren't before. Um, I have no updates on boxes. I, I didn't buy anything. I bought one box this whole year. I did. I got... Um, Ooh. I don't even know what it was, dude. Ah, this isn't good. Uh, fucking uh, Castle of Dr. EGA, I think. Ooh. Oh, that's a nice one, though. No, that's is that what it is? I don't know if that's what it is. <laughs> You're not sure. I'm not sure. I got I got a box, like, I was out with my dad the other day, and he's like, oh, I really want to go out. I really want to go out. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm tired, but I'll take you out. And I took him out, and I got for... Uh, almost nothing uh, king's quest 4 with the manual and only one of the blue discs but all of the bigger floppy discs the five and a quarters and i got swat 4 in the small box which is the gold edition and over the course of the year i've also gotten ultima uh like a combo pack of all of the expansions of number seven and it came with extra maps one of which went to ascension which i didn't have a map for before and over the course of the year i'd say i've probably gotten about 10 big boxes from vintage and thrift stores for under $20 over the course of this year. So like living on this little Island is kind of like this weird big box utopia. So um, I'm going to correct you there. It's, it's not a little Island. It's actually three quarters <laughs> of the size of Switzerland, one and a half times the size of Israel and almost as big as Taiwan. So <laughs> my fault, you have this information. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very apropos. Right. The next <laughs> so that's we it. did. Oh, sorry. Do you have more box stuff you want to talk about? <laughs> well, yeah, but no, I was going to say, well, that's it for big, sexy boxes. Let's do exactly what you were doing, which is moving on to. Now, here's the question. The next one was sidekicks. Is one of us a sidekick? I think we're both sidekicks, but we make an episode together. Now, tell me I'm wrong here. Maybe we're both leaders, but. Yeah, I, I think that, that would be that would be bold. I don't know if there's enough direction no. in any of our episodes to call ourselves leaders and have the listeners be like, okay. <laughs> call it, listeners, who's the sidekick? I call it being both of us are essentially sidekicks because we both be meander about on the side of things all the way across I'd, I'd the rather episode. be Keith than Sonny, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I know. I don't need to smoke, but I mean, I just, the idea. <laughs> so we did, we did sidekicks. It was fine. I don't remember it. I have recency bias where I kind of only remember the last three episodes we did. So we're just going to limp mm -hmm. through the beginning of last year because it's a bit foggy and far away. But we did mm -hmm. sidekicks. The thumbnail is great. So you got Keith just chilling on top of the thing. For some reason, Cedric is the face of Sonic, probably calling back to some joke in that episode that I've forgotten. <laughs> uh, 
You got your Sophia. You got your weird purple guy from Toonstruck. I don't remember anything, dude. I just my memory just is the worst. So whatever his name was, I know I played that this Flex. year, but it's wildly very cool. Okay, it's very yeah, very funny. We got Max in there, possibly Sam. I always mix those names up and then feel me too. Like I, I don't deserve to host an adventure game podcast because I can't remember who the fuck Sam or Max is. No Doesn't one told matter. us we did deserve to. <laughs> we've just been doing it anyway. <laughs> and we've got that asshole mule from, from Gold Rush. That's jokey, mm-hmm. right? That's very That's jokey. Funny. I like that, yeah. right? Because he's kind of a sidekick. He's he's the worst. And I like so, that one. <laughs> that was a fun episode. It says in the description, it wasn't a competition, but Keith won. That sounds like something I would say a year ago. It's <laughs> 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 very on brand. Very. And uh, okay, so is there any sidekicks that you've thought of since then that we didn't talk about? See, again, you'd have to know what we talked about to know. Well, what the things in the picture, obviously. Yeah, the horse in Red Dead Two that I might talk about on a future episode. He's now yeah. my sidekick. And when Paul and I were just talking about this before the episode on gameplay style, and I'm like, yeah, I like my horse. It's the horse I've always had, and I want to rescue the other horses, so I'll lead them all back to my camp. But I'm like, why would I ride you? I ain't been bonding with you for the last however many hours. So I'm like, I'm having trouble doing what, like, my son is playing Forza Horizon, Forza 4, anyways, racing game. And he's like, you know, you just trade in your car. You upgrade your car. You get a new car. The old car sucks. Look, this has better speed and better handling. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't have to bond with a car in the same way but a car enthusiast would probably tell me you do have to bond with the car so my point is i'm like many hours in but so far i still have the same horse and it's very nice yes and to anybody in the know she's she's only at 12 percent. nobody say anything okay just <laughs> let her let her get through this we're gonna do and we're gonna do an episode on red dead at some point this year we'll talk about that at the end of the episode though because we're gonna give you guys a little projection of 2024 as far as we mm-hmm. have planned which is oddly far into 2024 we're, we're like can I use the word booked? Because it makes us sound, yeah. you know, cool and professional. No, We're actually booked time. through March right yeah. now. That's that's how much yeah. we have our shit sort April. of together. A little April now. Very cool. Yeah. March, April. That's mm-hmm. after March. So that's even further, mm-hmm. guys. I just did the math. I struggle with that. I have to say months and I have to say the alphabet to, to yeah. remember what's in what order. And you know what's a yeah. weird fact is that the alphabet isn't in any order for any reason. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just like all those letters, there's no rhyme or reason. They're just, they're in that order and we're stuck with it. So that kind of yeah. bothered me a little bit when I learned that. I'm like, wait, there's no, makes me feel like nobody has any idea what's really going on in this world. You know, when you find it's out. The yeah, it's exactly. It's, it's just, I don't know about this. I'll have to stop and think about this. I guess it's the same with like keyboards, like QWERTY was there to slow you down. So you couldn't type as fast. So you didn't jam up the typewriters that were going pumping out your words at the top because i used to have one of those when i was a kid and especially there was always like some keys were okay to push really close to each other but if you did them at the exact same time the print head was a tiny bit bigger than the rod with which was pushing it up so the two of them would get stuck together and you'd be like oh man and you had to put your fingers in and pop them back down again and then that one didn't have any kind of a way to rectify an error so if you had an error especially if it was way down deep into a document you started again and it wasn't until my mom got an ibm selectric typewriter that had oh my gosh for real a back space which essentially was tape that would take off just the first layer of paper and then you wouldn't see the mistake you made and you could retype over it which was by the way the coolest thing ever that's a side kick though too so 
it's all tying in. in. Plus, people that listen to the show definitely type on keyboards, so it's all relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another stupid fact. Ampersand used to be the 27th letter in the alphabet, so that's cool. Hmm. It was, yeah, I like ampersand. To, and, and another fun fact is that the oldest logo <laughs> mm-hmm. is the Stella Artois logo. And it dates Ooh. back from the thir- from the 14th century, from 1336 is- or something like that. I feel classy just drinking it, a little touch of history right there. Good sales tactic. By All you have to do is be around a bunch of hundreds of years and people will be like, whoa, respect. Exactly. So you could take that fact home with you guys, you know. And, <laughs> and, and <laughs> Especially if you pick up a bottle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just really force that fact down and, and really force it into your next conversation like I just did. Um, okay, Good. I'm proud of you for doing that. I'm going to introduce the next one, which was games have characters I know, or <laughs> protagonists. So we spent this whole episode talking about the main dude, the main squeeze, the person in the episode that kind of guided the whole idea forward, whether it be Willie Beamish or Leisure Suit Larry, or Larry Laffer, as you could call him, uh, Laura Bow, Roger Wilco. Graham, I'm reading off, you know, obviously the people in the picture, but truly they are protagonists. You've got Patty, who is more of a protagonist than a second character in other games. So that was that was a fun episode. It was fun. We we talked mostly on topic and really covered it quite well. Uh, I'm not even sure that I've come up with new protagonists to talk about right now. How about you? You just sound like an old prospector. Some protagonists. <laughs> <laughs> Some protagonists. I I remember. Okay, first of all, the episode got the name "Games Have Characters" because I think Anna yelled that in the middle of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Games have character." I don't know, something like that. It was like one of those A revelation. Games yeah, I, have I, characters. <laughs> <laughs> revelation, exactly. And so I named the episode that, and then I kind of regretted it because I remember that I thought this episode was was exceptional. I thought it was one of our better episodes. And it didn't do that great. It didn't do bad, but it didn't mm-hmm. do as good as I think I wanted it to do. And I blamed mm-hmm. myself for naming it something jokey, which I didn't learn a lesson from because I would continue to do that <laughs> to this day. But the point being is all I really remember from this episode is that I liked it. Uh, per- mm-hmm. I particularly liked it and it didn't do that great. So if you guys mm-hmm. haven't listened to it, I apparently maybe liked it. And it's you know mm-hmm. from a year ago. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's You got your Lara Bow, You got your... All those ones Anna said a second ago, you were there, and we just <laughs> we just talked about yeah, I guess just protagonists in general. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I wasn't yeah. there. <laughs> well, you know, an, a version of you was there—the one that's not always thinking about future you, or maybe it is. See, and you know, I liked an episode because in, in the description I said it was fun and oddly on topic, and I do tend to yeah. say it was fun when I really liked it. Mm-hmm. That's not true. that I for sure write the descriptions because that's supposed to be a mystery. Who writes it? I don't know. They refer to themselves. Oh, yeah. They refer to Anna and Paul in like a fourth character, so it can't be one of us. That's one There's of those no weird way. facades where it's like we're a bigger podcast, and you know, you know that we're not because <laughs> we make it sound like somebody else types the descriptions. It's such bullshit. Calling well, us is, out on it. Using the podcast voice. There's like the Paul voice, the Anna voice, and then there's Gary Owen's podcast voice telling you, you know, that you're a nitwit for not putting the title that you wanted out there to get the votes or yeah. something. Yeah. I just like the way you said nitwit. It was so posh. It's your nitwit. 
<laughs> no, that's good. So yeah, next we jumped into, we wanted to, we weren't sure what to do. So we're like, what the heck are we going to talk about? And I had just finished watching the Indiana Jones's movies with my dad at the time and my son to introduce my son to them. And so Paul's like, hey, have you played Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, the graphic adventure yet? And I was like, actually, no. So I did, hence the episode. Yes, and this one's titled The Graphic Adventure. I'm yelling it because it's the hardest game to Google. Oh, I said that in the description. Look at that. You know, this, <laughs> this past fall thinks an awful lot like I do. <laughs> Weird. It's so hard to Google this game because there's like four fucking Last Crusade related games, first of all, and then mm -hmm. obviously the movie. And it's such a mouthful to just type in. It's like it's, it's its own paragraph by the time you've gotten to the Ian Crusade. And but yeah, so to like specify through Google or search engines that you just want the the adventure game, you have to do the graphic adventure to find it. That's where it got its title. I love this thumbnail. It looks leathery, like it's a little satchel. <laughs> I love satchels mm -hmm. uh, to mm -hmm. back up this effort too. I love a good satchel, man. Oh my man. god, Big my family is a satchel family. Yeah. Like, oh my. No, yeah, like, I've got one on me at all times. Yeah, huh? so practical. My scrotum, uh -huh. you get it? You, oh, okay. yeah, no, you do. So sometimes you have two on three on you. I mean, you're just, you have so many satchels. You're always like, I prepared. have a lot of bags. Yeah, a lot of, um, but like, <laughs> enough about my testicles. <laughs> just that kind of episode. It is. It's a post Christmas, you know, vibe, I guess. I, I don't know if that's how a lot mm -hmm. of people's post Christmas is, but mine is very. <laughs> Ball century. Um, yeah, yeah it's, got, it's got two Indiana Joneses pointing at each other, like that Spider-Man meme. The, I'm back to the yeah. thumbnail, guys. Sorry. No, got I it. I don't really know why I did that, but I like it. I think I just did it because they're pointing. You know, there's, there's mm -hmm. a good pointing sprite. Um, and I, I don't know. I really like this game. So because it's, it's it's maybe my favorite movie. I, I can't. I'm not going to go down that. That sorry. I'm not going to do that because then I'll be like, well, <laughs> is it my favorite? Like, that doesn't. Nobody. Nobody cares. <laughs> It's a great movie and, and a and a good game, mm -hmm. and we we probably say a lot of that in the episode. This one has a has a lot of listens, actually. Yeah, actually, almost five hundred people like Indiana Jones. That's great. Um. All right. So moving on to fucking this was this was next episode was was February twentieth was Toonstruck, and this mm -hmm. was uh this was your request, I think, right? The inspiration it was. It was. Hey, did you know that this year coming up is a leap year so that there will be a February 29th available that oh, hasn't been for the last four years? Man, this episode is chock full of facts between <laughs> Stella Artois and <laughs> like that. Um, the description for Toonstruck says, uh, this week, Anne and Paul talk about Toonstruck, the 1996 financial disaster, I mean point-and-click adventure game <laughs> that has the heart of a better-selling game. I was on mm -hmm. that day. I really liked that description because um, mm -hmm. it was an absolute financial disaster, but a really fun game. Mm -hmm. And I posted this episode in the Toonstruck revival group where they are deep in, in always in conversation about how to keep uh, Toonstruck and to somehow find the missing footage Holy. that was cut from the first one. And so it's kind of like it's a whole culture, just like Save Happy which is trying to get that show happy. If anybody's played it, he's an imaginary friend. No, they they are always on. talking about it relentlessly. <laughs> like these guys are talking about it right now as we speak. 
<laughs> now we're talking about it. You know, look it up on Facebook, Save Happy. Look it up, Toonstruck, right? There's stuff out there. There's footage. You can even see some screenshots uh, around of what was supposed to be in Toonstruck. So kind of there's this whole world you can dive into if you want to go back and w listen to the episode and then go go deep diving on Facebook and like Now, a Instagram lot of people don't know this, but you can Google Toonstruck and actually <laughs> <laughs> it's not an easy game to play though i mean well no wait this was on gog and they put it onto gog now that was that was another reason we talked about it because it was okay. relatively easy i think to get for people and the description says paul maybe goes on too long yelling about the european box art thank god for that mm -hmm. statement because now i remember that uh, yeah because the european mm -hmm. box art they dropped the ball on that they really did <laughs> man they fucked it. all right you know what it's not Fall down to an old rabbit hole here. You can listen to the episode if you want to, but yeah, they they did they dropped several balls in this game, um, mm -hmm. which is why it was a financial disaster. Um, it could have been something. It was the beginning of a whole new genre of entertainment. I swear, and that is what they saw it was going to be. You know, here's okay. Here's this is in the spirit of this episode, or at least the idea of it. I, I'm not sure about how it's actually unfolding, but <laughs> but when we when we came up with with uh when we decided on doing this episode we're like we can we can offer some kind of behind the curtain like uh how we're thinking about this kind of stuff and i'll just say because this is supposed to be i think almost like um what do you call it like director's commentary you know where you kind of mm -hmm. just like yeah you kind of like look at your own self in the mirror and be like well here's what i would have done different i'll say that i think i think it wasn't until the Thimbleweed Park episode that we figured out how to talk about specific games. Kudos to us to finally figuring it out because it, it was not an easy challenge. The process of getting there and listening back to us talking about games was really hard to do to figure that out for y'all. Yeah, exactly. And that was something that maybe maybe if you were to go way back when when Rick was on the podcast, like maybe it was it was more structured. But like you know, Anna and I just just wandering through the desert in, in our chaotic selves, trying to put together a game specific. Never knew how to really do it. And then Thimbleweed Park, we were like, you know what? Let's let's go through this game like we're playing it for the listener because we always had this weird hang up. Where like we'd be like oddly tentative about spoilers, and we never knew mm -hmm. where the line was. Like, how much do you mm -hmm. give away? How much do you don't? And with Thimbleweed Park, we learned two things. One, we're gonna we're gonna speak about it like we're playing it for you, so we get to just mm -hmm. talk about absolutely everything. And then two was to follow the chronological order of the game itself, which Thimbleweed Park mm -hmm. lends itself nice to because it's broken into chapters. And I think it's a little harder when the game isn't doesn't split itself up for us like Thimbleweed mm -hmm. or uh, Conquest of Longbow does. But regardless, yeah, we, we were on our way to figuring that out somewhere around what was Thimbleweed Park's probably episode like 170 something, but we, we, yeah. got <laughs> we got it. You know, the thing is, and maybe that's why it's really hard to get to the point to be good at something. If you're not inherently good at something or you don't really know how to do it. it to me, it's like playing an adventure game without an instruction manual or a hint book, this podcasting, we kind of just, I just was like, I'm not going to podcast. I'm not going to podcast. And then I get asked, okay, I'll podcast. And then I just kept doing it because there, it turns out was a lot of stuff to talk to, but I'm not good monologuing on stuff myself. So it's like, I don't even, ha I, I could go for an instruction booklet. I'd have to what, take a course, go online, listen to a lot of other podcasts and research stuff. But then like, to me, the chaotic self, I'm just like, eh, I'm going to just kind of play this out and see what happens. And our listenership would 
definitely indicate that people are okay with this. I mean, within our genre, we're not getting millions of hits, but certainly we have, we have consistent listeners. We, a lot of you have been with us for a really long time. And the people that are with us, I think, like us, our hate mail is very low. Yeah, as long as I stay away from Connors and King's Quest, <laughs> then we're good. It's the only time we piss people off. And we, I will say, we're, too, we're, in, the, we're in the, what, top 5% of podcasts mm-hmm. uh, nationally just because, yeah. and that's not such a, a huge pat on the back. I mean, our, our, our numbers are public, so it's not like I'd try and gaslight you guys into thinking we're gigantic. But I think the principle is, is that we consistently have – you know, a, a few hundred listeners and we have mm-hmm. for many years. So it's like, when you mm-hmm. think about all those like basement podcasts with like a dozen listeners or, or, you know, zero to eight listeners or whatever the case is for the, the literal majority, then it's like, yeah, I guess it's not so hard to believe that, that it's, it's difficult to get a consistent base of listeners as I dodge the word fan. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, to be able to, to be able to keep doing that. Well, we've been doing this since 2018. Yeah, no something way. like that. Really? I don't know. Yeah, it, de- just- it takes so many clicks to go all the way back to the beginning. Man. Yeah, we've known this for a very long time. Okay, well, regardless, this, <laughs> that's not so. Yeah. Okay, so here's here's the next one. The next one has re- it, to this day has bad numbers, really bad yeah. numbers. Like this it might really be the lowest bad. one on the list, kind of by far. It, mm-hmm. And I don't know why. Again, maybe it's the jokey title. So. It's called Crooks, Bamboozlers, and Baddies. It's not jokey, mm-hmm. but it's it's not on the nose. Um, and then in parentheses, it says antagonist. So this was our follow-up mm-hmm. to protagonist. I mean, I guess obviously. Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to mm-hmm. hold your hand through that explanation like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most Quest for Glory-centric episode I had been allowed to have in a long time, and I, I really thought it would get more attention. Oh, yeah, when Anna isn't talking about Quest. Yeah, well, see, there you go. That's why we haven't covered Quest <laughs> <laughs> this episode has no listens and that no that's not why actually i as a matter of fact so speaking of this whole theme is behind the curtain stuff the deal was if anna played red dead 2 then i had to play quest for glory mm-hmm. which is which is not fair to anna because i think <laughs> i think the storyline in red dead is 42 hours long <laughs> this is what i do for this podcast guys <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll play it. I'll play. I'll play Quest for Glory one. No, um, it's no, it is for it is for me to make my way through the series. That that was that was our our loose handshake deal, and also because we are, and we'll talk about this more at the end of the episode. But we are moving forward with our our Sierra comparison episodes. So obviously, mm-hmm. I've got to I've got to get a solid playthrough of Quest for Glory one in before that. So, um, but yeah, regardless, back to the crooks, bamboozlers, and baddies. I don't know. Maybe if any of the listeners, if any of you guys want to write in and be like. If if you're the type of listener that, that doesn't listen to every episode, you just kind of cherry pick. Well, then first of all, you're not listening to this one. <laughs> so never mind. <laughs> no. Yeah, they're not this even is here. the exact kind of episode you skip. I get that. This is going to have the same numbers as that one. Prove me wrong, guys. Prove <laughs> me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm wondering, like, I'm curious like, on the psychology of why this got, maybe it was just the time. I don't know. This is March, March 21st. So let's see. Maybe we'll have an episode this mid-March that fucking just bomb and we'll be like, okay, mm-hmm. I guess it's just a mid-March issue. But I don't know why this didn't do good. It's it's it's. I'm not saying it's a great episode, but it's like the numbers don't reflect the quality of the episode because you either downloaded it or, or, or not, right? So it's mm-hmm. like if the episode goes on to suck, it shouldn't matter because it was you still downloaded it. So it's more it's more a gatekeepy thing. It's like people either did or didn't. Again, the quality mm-hmm. the quality of the episode is kind of irregardless as to whether or not they downloaded it. So I, I have to assume it's based on the title. 
And yeah, I don't know. People did not listen to this one. Maybe just maybe you guys didn't want to hear a, 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 too general, maybe, or because it's like villains and negative. I, I don't know. It wasn't negative because. Because well, you know, Paul and I don't really, I mean, we don't generally take this in a very negative direction. I don't think we've cried too often during an episode or given the no. audience an argument to gossip about or like Not since really the great talked pinky about our toe stubbing of 2019. <laughs> Damn it. That was horrible. Is that, I always thought, I always kind of thought like maybe a part of why y'all are listening to this show is because we don't really talk about anything but what we're talking about. So I guess this show can prove otherwise because we've wandered way the hell off a few times now. So, yeah, this is just your typical, we were both parents and we just barely got through Christmas. And for, for, mm -hmm. I don't know, like for me personally, like fucking everybody I know's birthday is in December, including yeah, Anna's, including my own, including my son's. It's yeah. a very chaotic month. So this was us just like, mm -hmm. dude, we don't have time to, to play a game through Christmas um, or to, to really prepare in general for like a good episode. So let's just do something fun <laughs> on the fly where we sit through. I didn't mean to shit on this because I'm, I'm actually I'm having a great time. I think this is fun. Me but, too. But is we're fun. just like, let's just click through our own website and talk shit for a little bit because it's just, yeah. you know, it's that time Those of year, guys man. think they knew how to make a podcast episode back in April. Jeez. I, exactly. <laughs> I like to Speaking think we've matured April, since then. Matured right. since then. Matured. Matured. <laughs> the best stuff in adventure games was the next episode. And that was kind of a, a cool idea. Like house. It, it also did great. I think this, this idea did really good out there. This episode did great. I fucked this up a little bit because a lot of people thought this was going to be about houses and adventure games. And then that became its own issue because people really wanted that. They're like, dude, I would love a podcast on just houses. But what happened was what it happened was um, the, the, I, I framed it like the best blank, you know, like mm -hmm. picture, like a flat line guys and in adventure mm -hmm. games. And it's just like fill in the blank. And then the episode was titled the best in, in brackets stuff in adventure games. And we just wanted to go through like, I had the best in-game food, the best driving sequence, the best mini game, the, the like a collection of all the little things that weren't enough for its own episode. Um, but because I used house as just an example, first of all, it confused everybody. Fair enough. I'm, I'm a very confusing person. I know that. Um, <laughs> you don't think I know that. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, so that, that kind of confused people. And then it made me wish that we just did an episode on houses because it did sound actually pretty fun. I was like, shit, did we kind of drop the ball by slightly covering it in this episode almost to, to block future possibilities of it blah 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 but yeah sorry i put yeah. a sudden halt in momentum there i lost my place on the website and it got quiet that's okay <laughs> i mean that is it's and and i could see why too because the front picture is framed as being location based essentially not all of them houses but hey i do see you put in arena's piece from quest for glory so nod to that thank you yeah no i i i have i I I don't know I don't know much about that. I'll leave it there. I have a pin. This is what I was going to mm -hmm. say from Can Canvas Quest Tom of Uranus. Something so this <laughs> <Yeah>. is <laughs> dangerously close to to talking about buttholes. So let's just move on. Yeah, I can't can't go that close and not expect me to laugh. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was a good episode. That's is that a Canadian thing? Yeah, no, it's a good episode. I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. Or maybe human? I got it from you and that's why I'm saying no, but yeah, no. Yeah, it's... no. 
Yeah, no. It's Dreamcasting with not you, Sega. And I was wondering if having Sega in the title would have brought in extra listens, but looking at the numbers, not necessarily. It didn't do terribly, though. It's just average. Yeah, exactly. Maybe a little below average in hindsight. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it seems like just going through the numbers now, people people go through the back catalog when we're not looking because a lot of these have jumped up kind of. Mm-hmm. Quite, but yeah, well, I, yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe Maybe average. Average. It's like for an interview episode, it's good, right? Because that's when we were first hanging out with our hotspot friends. You know, we Jack and Joshua over and we had a really good talk uh, casting our favorite roles in video games, which is something I think, did we record an episode about that earlier? And I'm not even sure if we released it or not. Um, we did like way back in the day in like 2019-ish, mm-hmm. like I think when Rick was still on the show, we had done, we did something at least something kind of similar to this, but but not mm-hmm. quite. And this is my favorite thumbnail of the year, for sure. I love so, this one. This is so good. You should dude. just look at it, dude. Just look. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, I, spent, I spent way too much time on this. Just And that's only evident in how well they all match. Like, like it's got Patty from, from – is that – wait, is that, that's not Patty. That's – um, what's her name at the end of Larry 1 in the hot tub? Oh, yeah, pa- Passionate Patty. Is or, it Patty? I don't know. Um, oh, I'm okay. I, you asked me on the spot of a fact. I know. It's, that, that First of all, that induces panic. So even if you did know, it's gone now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty sure it's her. But anyways, yes. Either way, she looks like Zoe Dash. I'm having a fucking... Zoe Deschanel. Thank you. I think I just had a small stroke. It looks like Zoe that... Like exactly like her face over mm-hmm. the EGA portrait is, is first of all, it's extremely uncanny and unsettling, mm-hmm. but it also does look a lot like her, <laughs> like the proportions fit way too well. Mm-hmm. Seinfeld is Bernard from day of the technical and, and mm-hmm. man, he just, that fits perfectly. If not a bit on the nose with the Jerry Lewis kind of Jewy vibe, but uh, yeah, again, just because that could maybe be seen as derogative. I'm, I'm a Jew. We're allowed to, we're allowed to make fun mm-hmm. of ourselves. So yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and then what's his name uh, is Max and he does he just, he just looks like Max dude the, that the Charlie guy, guy yeah Charlie exactly. whatever Sonny's in Philadelphia mm-hmm. and then of course the EGA Roger with Brad Pitt obviously <laughs> faces yeah it's that's my favorite I, I really obviously. like that um, mm-hmm. and this was a really fun episode so this was before we were in the Adventure Game Hotspot with um, with Joshua and Jack um, right. we just had them on more as guests. Because oh no, you know what it was? We were invited onto their show to talk about Phantom Fellows, and we were just kind of BSing after the episode about how an episode like this uh, would be mm-hmm. a lot of fun to do. So yeah, we had them on our show, and then uh, like a month later, we ended up joining the Adventure Game Hotspot Network. So mm-hmm. what a neat origin story! Aw, no, that was fun. And, and then we <laughs> said, well, that's enough. Let's go back to game episodes. And even though we didn't quite understand how to present them to you, the listener, some of you listened to us talking about Techno Babylon in May. Yeah, and this this was really a fun episode and a fun game to play. And I was I was really excited about this game. So I, I you know, when, when Anna and I nominate games for each other to play, like it's got a... It's we know that we're asking we're, we know that we're burdening one another <laughs> with <laughs> with a six hour responsibility, so we're pretty careful to to make sure we only recommend games that not only could we talk about enthusiastically for ninety minutes on, but also that the other person would hopefully enjoy playing. And, and this was the case. I asked Anna to play it, and then I ended up replaying it with my son, and just everybody involved had a really good time. 
And I just, yeah, still, I love this episode. I love that um, Technocrat, the developer for this game, listened to the episode. Ben Chandler, the artist, listened to it. Um, mm-hmm. And and they they had positive reviews. Okay, another behind-the-curtain moment. It's scary talking about adventure games and things like this sometimes because it's such a small niche community that it's like mm-hmm. the odds that the creator of the game you're talking about is listening is surprisingly high, comparatively high to any other genre of game, right? Like, yeah. If we were to talk about any sort of console games or, or double A games, things like that, like there's no way in hell the developers are listening <laughs> to you. But in this in this niche genre, it's like, man, and I remember feeling that during the episode where it's like, you know, you don't you want to be honest and sincere and authentic for your your own sake and for your, for the listener's sake, but you also have this little voice in the back of your head, like, what if they're listening? So anyway, mm-hmm. all that to say is there was a few little parts in hindsight where I was like, God, I hope I wasn't mean. Like I really mm-hmm. love this game, but you know, I'm, I'm trying to be honest if there is a critique or two. And like I imagine is if people are playing phantom foes in the future and, and they do a podcast episode about it. Like I, I wouldn't expect there to be to, for it to be without critique. It's just the way it goes. Like we all have to, to, you know, kind of take that on the chin or whatever. And you can only hope that, that you're fair and sincere, not rubbing noses in it and stuff like that. But anyway, it was just, it was a relief to find out the technocrat and, and um, I'm trying to think of his real name and I can't, but it doesn't matter. And, and that, um, Ben Chandler really, really enjoyed the episode and, and they, they reported back just this like glowing, like, Oh my God, this, I was so happy to hear that you guys liked it. And, and it was just one of those realization moments for me where it's like, Hey man, like people aren't, maybe I'm worrying a little more than that they are receiving it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which we took those good vibes and moved right along to enclosure 3d, which was another game where, you know, we were right directly and kind of in contact with the people involved in the game and that it was seen as a positive in detailed take on a game like that. I mean, I was new to enclosure altogether. You were new to the 3D aspect. And I, I feel we, we did a pretty good job representing my, our opinions on this game. Yeah. And yeah, this one. Yeah, I still I just have such a soft spot for this game. Exactly. Yeah, and I hadn't played it yet. Um, and actually, this was our I forgot this was our second episode on Enclosure because we had done mm-hmm. one, um, I think before you were on the show. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Right. So I had done one with Rick. The, the, speaking of 2018, like the beginning, like we had done one a mm-hmm. long ass time ago on Enclosure. So we're like, yeah, let's do one. Me and uh, Anna and I, I should say. Mm-hmm. And and so yeah, Anna played the original. I played the the remake, the 3D remaster by by Mousemus. So I've, ne- I've never heard that said out loud. Outside, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think I'm saying it right. I probably say that on this episode, but regardless, it was it was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a great game. I had a lot of fun. I checked out the 3D too. I thought it was neat to sort of bring it to the modern age by doing something fun like that. I imagined it would even work in a VR environment like that. Yeah, very trippy. It says uh, also stick around the end for the first developers' corner on the Fandom Fellows. That's something that we still haven't really figured out how or when mm-hmm. to. Yeah, it's like. The idea is, is is there on paper, like we'll end the show with a quick five, 10 minute update, but we, I guess we just kind of haven't been doing that. Because frankly, at the end of an episode, we're both pretty spent. Like, okay, mm-hmm. let's, mm-hmm. let's be done. I don't, I don't think I have the excitement in me to go over, you know, mm-hmm. me just battling with GUIs yesterday and how to, how to close one with the same key that opened it and things like that. But mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, fun episode. Um, the creators of Enclosure also listened to that, speaking of which, and enjoyed it. So things like that are, are always quite rewarding. And funny enough, the episode afterwards was received extremely well. The listens are high, and I I always wondered if it had to do with the screenshot or the title or if it was the concept or was it just a really good episode, but I wondered what it was about that episode that 
Consequence, Comfort, and Modern Adventure Games is the title. Yes, that was a lot of fun. That was like one of the the crown jewels in the in the crown. <laughs> I lost faith in that that expression, but the, yeah, this this is one of my favorite ones of all time, if not maybe my favorite episode we've ever done, just because it was like mm-hmm. we had been toying, kind of wrestling with the ideas in this episode for years, literally, and we mm-hmm. finally were like, not only let's sit down and put it all together in an episode, but but let's do it well and and somewhat organized and try and make like clearing and concise points on, on the things we're trying to do. And I, I just feel like we, we, we hit our mark. We, we aimed mm-hmm. pretty high on this one and absolutely hit the mark. And I just, I really like this episode. Super proud of it. And the thumbnail's mm-hmm. good too. Cause it's, it's uh, for those, well, yeah, this isn't, this is an audible uh, medium. So for those who are not looking, cause it's impossible to look uh, cause that's how listening works. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, listen. <laughs> it's two death messages. The first one's Roberta, and it says, remember to save early, save. And then she's interrupted by Ron Gilbert, who says, I'm going to have to stop you there. <laughs> and, um, yeah, no need to further explain a joke. No, okay, it was next good. And, and, uh, oh, well, didn't we, didn't we do some version of that episode in Can It or, like, toy around with the idea of that episode and decide we didn't like it at some point in the past? I think we had done maybe even twice. Like this was, yeah. yeah, we really like, yeah, we really wrestled with this one for a little bit, trying to, mm-hmm. trying to be happy with it. Cause we were trying the, the points that we made were quite important to both of us, especially mm-hmm. as we got closer towards, we, we've always, we tried to be really careful of not putting it like Sierra versus LucasArts. Cause we've been tempted mm-hmm. again for years to, to even do an episode titled that. And this, this was basically that episode where we, where we kind mm-hmm. of put the two styles of gaming, um, being consequence versus comfort um, head mm-hmm. <laughs> head to head with each other. And, and yeah, we finally just got it right. Cause we're, mm-hmm. we're both, we're both a little on the Sierra side of things. Right. And, and we didn't want, we didn't want to come across obnoxious in that sense. We wanted to be really fair as far as representing the, the mm-hmm. actual perks of comfort and the actual downsides to consequence. And to just really present mm-hmm. it in a fair way and to, to more understand both sides than to pin them against each other. And I think that's where we finally got this one right, where it was like, yeah, like an actual examination instead of a, a match, a death match. <laughs> instead of a death match. And the numbers say that, yeah, it went over well. And same with the next episode. We had guest Jackie Stewart on uh, and talking about Error 47 and uh, part, well, full, well, actually it was full motion video, but we did talk a little bit about Air 47, which was the episode after as well. And it did great numbers wise. People really liked it. People really liked us talking about FMV. Jackie Stewart has like this creamy, smooth, like, I don't want to say it in a weird way, but it's like, you already did. You said creamy, dude. (laughs) I don't know. It's like, it flows. It's thick. It's nice. Oh, please stop. (laughs) You said everything but chowder at this point. Chowder. FMV Adventure Games with our friend and FMV Avocado, which I thought was adorable in the uh, description about this. But uh, Jackie Stewart is the best FMV Avocado I know. And we had a really great time talking about aspects of full motion video. I learned the difference between full motion and partial motion video. Uh, Everybody had a really good time with that episode. I think it was a real blast. And we'd been meaning to get Jackie on the show for a really, really long time. So it was a well overdue episode yeah fmb that was an episode that was requested of us several Mm -hmm. times by several different people throughout the years and and basically Mm -hmm. anna and i just hadn't played enough of them 
or so right. we felt to really do an episode. So it was the perfect time to bring in somebody like Jackie who, who could fill in all the gaps of, of the games that we hadn't played and was, you know, just passionate about FMVs in general, as a lot of you guys are. So that was, that was really fun and a really nice execution of having a guest on in a sense, because it wasn't so much an interview as like a, you know, a featuring, I guess. Mm-hmm. I said that weird, but anyway, so the next one we did was um, how to remake an adventure game soundtrack with era 47. And this was a ton of fun. Cause this is, we got trolls on um, and we got John Paul Sapsford on, uh, the two guys mm-hmm. or the two of them together make era 47 um, obviously trolls me in space quest historian and and this was just a, a really fun episode um i think there was a patreon portion of it mm-hmm. or did we end yeah was there i think, so. I think yeah patreon we actually it. even released it yeah this extra little blip at the beginning when we were probably a little bit too something right trying right. to restart a whole bunch of times and you know just being silly yeah exactly and this was a lot of fun too and, and basically we just got to hear kind of behind the scenes on what it, what it was like for them to record. I mean, every, basically everything they've done. Cause we, we touched on like, uh, sense of the fathers and King's chill. And, and then I guess the primary focus was on, on the, uh, soups on the successfully kickstarted, uh, seventh guest 11 mm-hmm. hour re, uh, remaster that they're, Woo-hoo. yeah, mm-hmm. that they're, that they're, I think actually still working on or just wrapped up, mm-hmm. but regardless, this was a lot of fun. It's always fun talking to trolls who we hope to have back on, uh, at some point this year. Um, mm-hmm. to talk about some other stuff that I don't, actually don't know if we have clearance to really uh, talk about. So I'll just leave it there, but you'll, you'll see, you'll maybe mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. Yep. And speaking of seeing our next episode was about exploring environments. Huh? <laughs> huh? 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 Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> we got all whipped up about environments, immersive environments, and all other versions of the show's title we didn't use. This one made me laugh. Oh, and at some point this year, we started sticking a little thing at the end of some of the episodes that were funny. That if any of y'all like stay till after the credits on like 60% of the episodes that we release during the year, there's like a little hidden nugget of funny out there at the very, very, very end. Right. Yeah. Past the, the whatever. Yeah. Outro. Yeah. This one was fun. I think this was another episode I thought would do a little better than it did. It didn't do bad. It's, it's pretty much, no. pretty much super average. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, I, we put a lot of care into this one. I was kind of thinking it would do as well as that. Uh, what's it called? The circumstance episode. Cause I was, it, it was, mm-hmm almost on par with that one as far as just like a lot yeah we put a lot of care and effort into it and it, again it didn't do bad i'm not i'm not really confetching about that but it it, it mm. uh it was a really good episode so this is i guess what i'm saying is if you skip this one go back to it because I, I i liked it <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we'll teach you all about memphis design in this one yeah i was excited to talk about that More like than we did anything. some research and because it was like <laughs> it started with this like what do you call that kind of design that is used in arcades on the floor or at old malls or in Leisure Suit Larry Five. And it led from there to discovering like a whole culture of a look. And then it led to us thinking about how we could seamlessly weave Memphis design and the concept into an episode. And it all kind of culminated in what I thought was a really fun episode. Yeah, no, same. I really liked that episode. And if anybody ever wonders why, <clears throat> I don't know, why it's why the name is doubled, it's Exploring Environments Made for Exploring Environments Made for. 
and it's just because it loops. So I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was thinking. I mean, I do know what I was thinking. I was thinking that this loops and that'd be <laughs> funny. And so here we are. But anyway. Oh, maybe the, yeah, I mean, that's true. Cause the, the next, the next episode after this was entirely my idea. And I was like, brilliant. All of our friends that have kids or have had kids in the last 40 years are going to want to talk about and hear about games for your actual or inner child. But this episode did not do great. Sure didn't. And it remains not doing great. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's uh, pretty much one of the low, low runners for the year right there. So yeah, just nothing drives people up. Like it's mentioned in education and but it's got a great thumbnail. I'd like to thought it's it's a Sarah, Sierra Discovery logo, but but our our, mm-hmm. our triangle thing is is in there. It was a fun episode. I think it was I think it was a good. It's definitely safe to say it's underrated. Like I wouldn't shy people away from it. We had a I think we had a good time. Well, I was on like a Heroes of Might Magic group on Facebook and somebody was saying, hey, I want to get my kid into Heroes of Might Magic 3. I'm not really sure. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to come in and like give my advice because I got Jacob into it. And I started with like the silly app that was almost like the game worked his way through Heroes of Might and Magic 1, 2, and 3. Even before he could read, he was playing them. Now he's 13 and we have epic battles and it's awesome. And I thought, hey, this is a cool thing. I'm like, no, no, that, that made the post dry up real fast. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to say anything about it anymore. They're just like, mm, great, thanks. Yeah. Well done. Thanks. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> Nobody cares about this stuff. But, you know, I've worked really hard to get my kids enjoying a variety of games. And it paid off by the time I got to my third freaking kid. I got it down to a science. The kid is in like Flynn. And it's amazing. So I just, I didn't realize nobody gives a shit. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. it's, it's, it's hard to read the room with this stuff sometimes yeah. because like on the mm-hmm. face, on the, um, what are we called? The Classic Gamers Guild Facebook page. There's right. a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of love for Echo Quest, let's say, or mm-hmm. Pajama Sam or any of the humongous stuff. Like these, these are things like if you bring it up in like a Facebook group, it, like uh, people would jump all over it. Like, Oh my God, mm-hmm. I love that. We, you know, we don't really get to talk about Echo Quest enough or, or Pajama Sam or Freddie Fish or whatever. And, and so I thought doing this episode would do probably pretty well just cause it's, you know, covers kind of like the, the, well, what I just said, all those games and, and anyway, it mm-hmm. didn't, but it was, it was a fun time. So mm-hmm. it was everything that we learned from games for your actual or inner child and we move forward to sacrificial waffles the divine comedy of adventure games and also that one did not do great (laughs) (laughs) numbers wise even though i think that the picture for it on the front is great you've got ransom the clown holding a balloon it's it's kind of geared towards um fun comedy a good time i guess nobody wants a good time (laughs) <laughs> this is it's another one with like the, the the title is wonky like maybe that maybe if anything through this episode we're learning like I, I should just play it i should play it pretty vanilla with titles because it's okay sacrificial waffles comes from from the awful waffle walker is that his name mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> from quester goy um, which comes up yeah. in this episode which obviously from from anna's side and it just had me cracking mm-hmm. up because because Anna, you were the one that framed it as the sacrificial waffle because he right. sacrifices himself. And I was like, dude, that's just so funny. And this is, whole thing's about <laughs> comedy. So we'll name it Sacrificial Waffles, um, the divine comedy of adventure games. And yeah, it didn't, didn't do great at all. <laughs> um, Which is what we're really hoping that the things you and I come up with are funny because like largely with 
things that we develop together, that all of it's based on us being funny and thinking it's funny, but also that other people have to think it's funny too. Right. Yeah. There is like a, a trusting ourselves <laughs> sort of thing that has to, has to work out. So yeah, I, I, I'm at least telling myself it's, it's naming episodes, weird things like this. It's yeah. not working out well. Yeah. This was the one where it's a, a accidental profundity at the end. That's right. We, I think we talked about some Nietzsche stuff at the end of this. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah, but it all fits. Yeah. It did. It came up naturally. So. It did. Um, <laughs> now, if you hear us going to Kierkegaard, that's, that's forced in there. But. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to take a quick second here, folks. To I'm sorry, I'll never call you that again, guys. My bad. To <laughs> I thought this was a fun thing that Anna sent me, and just because this whole episode is just a grab bag of behind the curtain stuff. We got a, a chart of our listeners and where they're from, mm-hmm. and so I think it's kind of fun. We've got. I'm just going to go through it real quick, and because because you, you guys are are the listeners, so so some of you guys live in different countries. And, and we've got basically 48% of our listeners are from the U.S., 10% from Canada, uh, 5% from Australia and the U.K., um, well, 5% each. Um, so that's the bulk of it right there. It's U.S., Canada, Australia, United Kingdom. Figures, right? I guess I'm seeing a pattern here, which is the uh, – what's it called? English language. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, <laughs> that all checks out. Um, but then we've got listeners um, – we've got – uh, a handful of listeners that say, well, this is more than two hands. All of, mm-hmm. all the ones coming up are barely more than two hands. Uh, we've got some listeners from Germany. So, you know, mm-hmm. hi, I can count mm-hmm. to nine in German. If you guys want to hear ein, zwei, drei, vier, fünf, six, sieben. And, uh, and then I think it's just nine is nine. I could be wrong about that. Maybe I can only count to eight in German. Let me know yeah. in the comments below. I don't <laughs> <laughs> my, <laughs> my German teacher um, before I dropped out, she's, she's like, you'll remember, uh, you'll remember seven and eight. No, you'll remember six and seven because sex comes after sieben, sieben, uh-huh. sieben. So like sex comes, no, wait, sleeping comes after sex. Like it doesn't matter. The point is, is that I can count to at least eight in German. Um, and I, I really, I'd, I'd appreciate any pats on the back for that, that you want to give out. Okay. Next we've got, we've got the same amount of listeners, uh, in Sweden. So, mm-hmm. You know, that's really cool. Do you guys know uh, um, Mika Kallio? No, because he's from Finland. That's my bad. Sorry. Look, you got to admit. <laughs> oh, there goes those listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I was just lining up. I was just loading up to attack them about how their flags all look the same. Because, um, you know, you guys have the cross flags like like Finland and, and Norway. So it's it's just it's confusing. And you guys are the three things right there. Okay, I should I should stop here. Look, Sweden's great. We're, we're uh, I, I played ice hockey for half of my life, and 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 that makes me, you know, cool with Swedish people. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I can't. Yeah, stop no, that was in the word. So yeah, no, and it's kind of interesting. You were saying there's a disproportionate amount of people in Victoria, BC, that were fans of the podcast. Suspicious. And I looked, and I was like, "You're right," but you know what? I do when I go out is I tell people about the podcast, and I've written mm. it on receipts. I have, you know, given it to them on like a Classic Gamers Guild podcast card to say, "Look it up." And I've told a lot of local people because I'll get that spark. Like I had a Lucas Arts 
conversation with somebody who a younger guy who worked at our local epic game store yesterday and mm. he really liked grim fandango and the monkey island game that was on the playstation and we were able to have a really cool conversation and i of course again wrote it down here's the podcast so yeah i've been like locally repping the podcast for sure well i'm still suspicious so <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, it's good. I should, I should, I should probably rep it more here, just so, so we can get a. I wonder how many are from. Like, we don't have. Look, we don't have a state by state breakdown. There's too, there's too many states. Um, <laughs> but okay, so well, I'm almost done here with this country thing. Sorry, guys. So we've got, we got Brazil. Brazil's next. We've got 13 <laughs> listeners from Brazil. So you know, Woo. very cool. Hi. I don't know. Uh, I don't know Brazil very well. I don't want to say. Angel, maybe. I mean, I've, there's some Brazilians in the guild. So, oh, oh, okay, okay, real people, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I guess we'll just leave it there. I don't want to like make anybody mad by saying like stereotype, but like carnival, like I, I like I just did. I shouldn't have done that. But no. look, it's okay. it's how we know Brazil. I, I don't know. Yeah, bright colors and you're my son's favorite yeah. flag. You know, so yeah. there's that's that. important. Yeah, no, very much so. Okay, then there's uh, we got Greece. We got twelve listeners in Greece. Hi, <laughs> you know what's hey. up. Uh, love your falafel. Wait a sec. <laughs> no. No. Okay. I mean, yeah. No, is I mean, it? yeah. It okay. is. Well, it can be. I Man, mean, you're just throwing a lot of mixed signals out at me here. <laughs> Indian. I just, it's one of those on the verge food. I feel like it could go either way. Tabuli. I like the, I like the tzatziki. I really like the gyros. I like the spanakopitas. I like how oh. there's a lot of O's and P's in their language. A lot of <laughs> lopalopolis, you know, a lot of lopalopolis. <laughs> There was this Greek restaurant downtown that had these handsome boys and they used to make this chicken pie that had this flaky dough and pieces of chicken and it was the bomb, yo. <laughs> I can sense genuine hunger starting to arise. You're like, hmm. <laughs> I did only have Brussels sprouts for lunch and one mandarin orange. So yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, all right, we've only got two left. Okay, so we've got 12 <laughs> listeners from Italy. And, and oh. yeah, I mean, that's, that's awesome. Romantic. Uh, to mm. our Italian listeners, I'll say, uh, ciao ragazzi, grazie a tutti per aver ascoltato. Allora, um, la mia famiglia è della Calabria. And also, forza vale, even though he doesn't race anymore. I still, I still love him. Oh. Uh, there's South Africa. we got 11 listeners from South Africa. That's pretty awesome. Hey, that is. Do you guys know the the Binder the Binder brothers? Man, that's what I know of South Africa. Little Brad Binder, Darren Binder, you know? Eh? Huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. Move on. Came prepared. That's good. Yeah, no, I feel I feel really good about that. So mm-hmm. um Thimbleweed Park was next. Yeah, yeah, it was. And and it was one of my favorite uh thumbnails that you have ever put together because it's literally like a freaking it's the th- three and a half disc of Thimbleweed Park with the hotspot logo on one side and our guild logo on the label. And I, I always thought that was great. And I think people agreed too, because it was a really good one for listens as well. Yeah, this is good. I think Toy Box maybe retweeted it or said something mm-hmm. or something positive that indicated that maybe somebody or people from the team, the dev team listened to it, which was cool. And the disc was real. This is it, this disc is on my desk. So I see it constantly. I see it so much I don't see it anymore. But this mm-hmm. disc came with the the big box from the Kickstarter situation, and I just thought it was so cool that not only they gave you a disc, but it, it uh, on the disc 
because at the time my, my, my 486 was all hooked up and working. So I like literally was able to put the disc in my computer to see what was on it. So that alone was oh. cool. Mm-hmm. And then there was the sprites from the game on the disc. And then me being just this nerd level and then doing development and appreciating that kind of stuff to like have the actual sprites in PNG format from the game was, was so very cool. Um, the disc is jokey. It says disc 22 out of 629. If you do the math though, 629, I don't think is enough. I feel like the, I think I did the math at one point. Like that's <laughs> actually, I wish I didn't admit that. Let's just leave that. Good episode. It did good numbers. We said earlier in the show, we kind of use this episode to figure out how to talk about games. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Yeah, next, I next, agree. We got next up is Hidden hidden in Plain Sight Gems. <laughs> and the reason we named it In Plain Sight Gems is because uh, I didn't want to get yelled at. Because I, like, mm-hmm. I feel like people get a little pedantic about what's actually a hidden gem or not. Like, oh, that's not a hidden gem. There's a Facebook group just covering that game. Or it's like, mm-hmm. well... I mean, what perspective are we speaking of? Because, like, within our community, like, sure, of course. But, like, the outside world doesn't know, you know, Toonstruck or whatever, like, on a on a daily conversation basis. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like a, you know, like us more nerdy adventure gamey types do. So, anyway, that's why I got the name In Plain Sight Gems. That was just kind of to, to cover our backs as far as that was concerned. But this was this was only in September, and I don't really remember it. Do you? Uh, I, well, I, now, yeah, because... Uh... <laughs> I just recorded a follow-up on this episode that you weren't involved in, but I it had its roots in looking at this and thinking about games maybe outside the adventure game genre that I didn't talk about. Yeah, and that's, that's going to be on our Patreon soon, by the yeah. way, guys. Anna did an mm-hmm. episode with our friend Nalani, and uh, as soon as I edit it, which I'll probably do at the same time as this one, um, it'll be for our Patreon listeners. So you guys are getting an exclusive bloody episode. Mm-hmm. And it's, so, it's an extension of this one. And because I wasn't there, Anna was able to talk about some non-adventure games, which is both uh, blasphemous and nice. <laughs> and all you have to do is join up is like, I don't know what it is, a dollar, two dollars. It's not very much. It's whatever the internet gods say, but very, very, very little. And then you can have access to all that cool stuff. Yes, it is. It is either one dollar or more. Neither yes. of us we know shocking little about our own Patreon, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is Beavis and, and Buttface. <laughs> I'm sorry. Beaver, be, be, wow. Beaver Be- and Butt Harms. Yeah, Beaver and Buttface in Virtual Stupidity. And no. this was one of those episodes that, that I thought it was going to do really exceptionally well. And it, mm-hmm. it didn't even do normal well. Maybe because you yelled at people. Did I? In the intro. Not on the episode, just in the words. <laughs> uh, surprise. What game? Is- yeah, okay, that's fair. So- yeah. <laughs> no, but I still, cause I, I still assume that most people don't read the descriptions, yeah. right? Because I mean, no, I, I can't I don't remember. think anybody does. Nobody does. Um, and you can also see that I'm putting slightly less effort into each one as we go along because Do of that. Do you read the, if you want more effort, put in the description, you know, write in and tell us. Yeah. And I, I you know, I look, the point is, is that Beavis and Butt didn't do well and I'm surprised it didn't because it's, it's one of those mm-hmm. games where like it's people are really fond of it. Most people know it or remember it or have played it. Um it's not Sierra Lucas art, so it doesn't get brought up that much. I don't know if there's like a whole lot of videos and stuff on it. There might be a pushing up roses one. I'm not sure, but yeah, there's just, there's not a lot on this game. So I thought it was going to do exceptional. It just had all the ingredients of, of 
the kind of the kind of game coverage that, that would do exceptionally well. Um, and boy, it did not. So that was mm-hmm. that. But it was a good game. That was something that I had asked Anna to play, and I replayed it with my son. It's kind of the the emerging pattern here. And we all had fun playing it, and I had fun doing the episode. So it's a high value box, you know, like to to buy an actual big box is extremely rare to find. And when big boxes are available, they're anywhere from like one fifty to four hundred dollars, if not more. So for a game that's so rare and expensive on the market, it certainly didn't have the right reach. That because clearly they've got a massive fan base, and I think you know, to us as podcast people, we probably just don't always put the right things in the right places. Maybe. Perhaps so. I should have reached out to that music television and asked them to retweet it. <laughs> <laughs> right? We could have been tagging MTV and saying, remember when? Or, I don't know. Like, You know, maybe maybe it's also <laughs> one of those things where a lot of people um, are planning to play it. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. hear the spoilers because one day I'm going to play that. I don't know. But I will say shout out to David Bitten because he gifted me that box. Um, mm-hmm. I had no idea it was worth that much. So thank you, David, very much for, for my copy. Uh, mm-hmm. And now moving on to the big regret of the year, which was the, the best King's <laughs> Quest. Boy. I've gotten compliments and not compliments, but we did. We, we got quite a few emails on this episode. And honestly, I feel this episode was just because you and I, you and I didn't fully communicate what we wanted it to be about. And I think we were both going for two different episodes, three different episodes all at one time. And it just, it wasn't divided up the way it should have been. Yeah. This was one where, so there's there's a few episodes and I can't I can't name them because I don't I just don't remember them but there's there's a few episodes where Anna and I've recorded them a second time and and the second time yeah. was the charm we're like yeah. it's just it, it, we don't realize the point we're trying to make until the end and then we're like yeah. shit that's actually the way we should have done this and then if there's yeah. time because as you guys know we release these we do two a month every other week so if we recorded and there's a, a week ahead of us mm-hmm. basically if we if we have time to redo them we often do. Um, yeah. And in this case, we didn't have time. And we it was one of those rare moments where we knew it wasn't a great episode. Or at least, no. I mean, the numbers are really good. I, I would imagine probably because, or I mean, not really good, but they're above average. So, yeah, I think I was trying to take this episode in the direction of a comparison between all of them, like, and different versions of King's Quest Four. And then you were taking it to what was like a personal favorite episode. And, and it just got a bit convoluted. Well, no, the, the, there was two gross miscommunications between the two of yeah. us. And, and one of them was that Anna had played the AGI version um, mm-hmm. because we had, both of us had played both of them already. So it was like, mm-hmm. she was like, well, I'll play the AGI version and we could talk a little bit about the differences. And, and I the miscommunication was like, I think Anna, you went into it framing it like the episode was going to be a, a version comparison. And I wasn't prepared right. at all for that because I didn't yeah. fuck with the AGI one in preparation for that episode, at least. So I had no, mm-hmm. I had nothing on our hand. And then when you were going into versions, I started just kind of cl- like locking up a little bit because I, in the back of my head, I'm like, people can't see the differences. So how, mm-hmm. how fun is this to listen to? And I was I, I was wrong about that in hindsight. I, w- I was being overly nervous. Like like is this is this going to frustrate people? Like they're going to wish they could just see what the hell we're talking about, or is it going to be cathartic or whatever? And then mm-hmm. the other miscommunication was is that I went really hard shitting on the other King's Quest in the intro to that, 
episode. And actually, this is nice for me to clear my name finally on this. Let's <laughs> take a swing at it. <laughs> take but, like, it deep, bro. <laughs> I, yeah, I forgot to I forgot to brief Anna on the fact that, that the game plan was to jokingly shit on them. Um, and, and what I, was it, my framing? My idea was we'll make it. We're going to reveal that King's Quest Four is our favorite King's Quest, and by in doing so, we'll do this process of elimination where we jokingly eliminate all the other King's Quests from, from the running until the audience is left with just four standing. And then they'll know, oh, okay, so the, this one's about four. It's like the, the big reveal or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I forgot to mention most of that to Anna. So I'm just like all of a sudden to her, I'm just going really hard in the pain on fucking like just shitting on games where I think even at the time she's like, I I thought he liked this because I did. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I was, you know, trying to play an angle. And so I would just like to say for the record that I, I I really, really like King's quest five. Six was decent. Three. I had a lot of fun with because I used a walkthrough. So like in that, for example, like I was going so hard on three for being like, just, I think, I I think I even called people who liked it uh, like sociopaths or something that I bleeped out. Now they know what you were calling them. Yeah, uh, damn it. Well, good thing no one listens to these review episodes. <laughs> but and again, I was just like, if, you know, I was, I was just joking. I was like, I'll just go, I'll go extra hard for the laugh. But I forgot right. to bring and Anna along with me. So I didn't know, yeah. so I dug my heels in, going, "But hey, like this is some people's first game they ever played, and they might have had extra time." Because I'm being all like earnest, and I'm well, like, "You're okay, thinking of their feelings, like the people listening, and you're like, Jesus Christ, dude, fucking pump the brakes here." <laughs> and I'm like, "No, but but again, you know, they're they're, they're, they're sociopaths. I swear, <laughs> I don't know. It was just not great." Um, the, the whole thing just, yeah, our vibes were, were, were just all, uh, uncharacteristically mm-hmm. off that day. Frickin' October. Like, yeah. Christ. A lot of it was miscommunication. I just want to say too, is I, I just, I don't like King's Quest 2, but I like the rest of the King's Quest games. I think they're, they were all fun. Again, like King's Quest 3, I really like because it reminds me of Gold Rush. Um, mm-hmm. King's Quest 5, I like because it, it's like the most adventurous atmosphere uh-huh. That there might be like tra- like traversing mountainscapes in the snow and like I don't know I really like five, um, even though six is is potentially more popular and so I just want to say I'm sorry I'm sorry everyone <laughs> I do I do not hate King's Quest I love Sierra too much to hate their flagship um, brand I mean it's, it's definitely definitely not my favorite quest but this isn't about shitting on it Paul you know stop um, <laughs> just let them have a moment but in the sun will you. Every time we have a a thing like that happen, I think we grow and learn as a podcast about how much preparation time we need, which is why we're focusing a little more on booking in advance and thinking ahead. Technically, so we'll be more prepared, although technically the reason we're doing this episode is because we weren't prepared because we didn't play the game we were supposed to play to do the comparison video we might have been about to do in this place. But again, Christmas, Hanukkah, birthdays—it's it's, you know—we we got we got we were armed with excuses for this time around. But yeah, something something will do better. All right, the next episode was Oh the Horror with Adventure Game Geek. Mm-hmm. Anna, you bloody you weren't here for this one. You you took a last minute ferry ride somewhere uh, off into the sunset and left me. I with- live in an island, so I don't have a choice if I want to go somewhere. Yes, exactly. She lives in an island just slightly larger than Belgium. But um, <laughs> I think we covered a lot of those in the beginning. I was careful to leave you a new one there, though. Um, but, um, this was a lot of fun. I love Adventure Game Geek. I, like, there's there's something there's something about him that's just like 
I don't know. I, I, it's almost, he, he bloody tickles me. All right. I'm trying, mm-hmm. I was trying not to word it in like a gross or jokey or whatever way. And that's the best I can do. But I just, I, I love geek and we had so much yeah. fun together. Just, reeling off uh, a list of, of, well, it was supposed to be a list of scary, anything slightly scary adventure games, but it ended up devolving into ranking <laughs> games from zero to has a pumpkin in it, basically. <laughs> or, or you know, at some point it was dark and raining, so that counts. But <laughs> but the idea was to do scary games, and we ended up just talking for for a good hour and a half, two hours on, on just anything remotely spooky and adventure. <laughs> and, and it was a lot of fun, so... That was uh, that was an awesome episode, and you were just a listener for that one. So, what what are your thoughts as a listener? You guys bantered back and forth. It was funny, made me laugh. You guys were laughing. It was just it was such a fun ride, and I think that's why we connected very quickly with Adventure Game Geek right from the get go. Because not only is it like a really good conversation and really fun vibe, but it's like a lot of the same opinions and into the same kind of thing, adventure games, and that that's pretty nichey all on its own. So you put all of that together, and both of you have a bit of a proclivity towards comedy, being a little bit funny having that like wry sense of humor it's just uh, yeah it was just fun and like audibly it's sound wise it's really a treat the two of you sound lovely going back and forth and talking <laughs> to each other i would so listen to that again so that was that was downright glowing that review now i know what people mean when they say glowing all right look we're <laughs> most of us we're, we're gonna we're gonna get out of here in a minute so let's let's uh let's bum rush the ending Kind of like, kind of like when a child has to draw on a sheet of paper and they're running out of paper, so the letters start mm-hmm. going downwards to fit in. That's mm-hmm. that's this episode. We're gonna a child, end it like that's that. me. <laughs> I do that. And why can't the line say straight after the like the first one? Maybe, but then why do some letters get bigger? I don't know. <laughs> So next up is November 7th, um, Quest for Story. This one was funny because the numbers are shitty because the sound wasn't amazing. But we also put a video on YouTube, which gave us a bunch of numbers and was on video with like a VHS overlay. But both of us were kind of new to that. And even now, I think I could do a better job. So it was like it was a it was a test pilot episode that was uh, for a pilot we didn't pick up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we didn't pick this up. It was educating. That's the best way I can put this. That's the politest way I can put this idea. I'm glad you reminded me of that, though, because the numbers, yeah, the numbers, they, they don't look great audio, on audio, even though it's it's still better than, than, the, <laughs> than the kid episode. But but yeah, then there's another X amount of listeners just on, just on the YouTube. Um, so that yeah. was cool. And it's, it's funny, the only reason I'd want to do another video episode, because by the way, okay, this is, again, behind the curtain stuff be a perfect time to open up and be like for you guys wondering like you guys teased about doing video we did our part we went over to youtube we, we clicked the buttons yes just to click we watched it over there because i think last i checked and this was months ago at least 40 of you mm-hmm. went over mm-hmm. to youtube and, and watched it there maybe more i forgot but point is is thank you but the reason we didn't is just because it's, it's a lot of work like if, if it, it's a lot of work plus game development so it's like i try not to Editing usually like recording is like a three or four hour thing on one day and then editing is another three or so hours, just audio editing is another three or so hours on another day. And it's like doing the only parent thing. It's like, those are the two things they, they, they basically, they, they, they eat into at least half the work day for me both times. So it's like, I just, to do the video on top of all that. Views. Wow. That's not bad. 
Just saying. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, even the reason we're not continuing to do video for right now is, is just because it just takes a whole lot, even more time um, to, to edit it and to put it all together. We might in the future, like my own, my own like vanity wants to do it again because I I've actually lost uh, 20, 27 pounds. Mm-hmm. Since we did that episode, I mm-hmm. put on a little quit nicotine weight there. Um, mm-hmm. Went pretty hard on the lollipops, <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, I just I, I literally in in mm-hmm. no not it's twenty one. I've lost twenty one pounds in the last eight weeks, which is eight mm-hmm. weeks ago is about when we recorded this. So my own vanity is like maybe we should do it again because because you know I, I feel like I look better and I don't have that villainous mustache anymore. Thank God that thing was changing who I was, but um. <laughs> <laughs> He kept saying wahaha during the episodes. <laughs> Every time somebody would walk in, I'd be spinning around in a chair to greet them. It was it was a bit <laughs> but um but yeah, I, the cat, you know. I don't understand what you'd mentioned like the the audio wasn't the greatest in the video thing, but it's still weird that this even with the eighty three added on, it's still that that puts it at average. And I just I well, yeah, no, I guess that makes 126. sense. Hundred and twenty six. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that puts it quite okay, it puts it above average then. Right, because I've I've thought this should do good just based on the the title, where it's like it's pretty mm-hmm. straightforward. It's a little punny. That's an it's adventure. It's all checks all the adventure game boxes, and mm-hmm. it did good. So there's no need to bitch about it. Moving on, Conquest of the Longbow, <laughs> the Legend of Robin Hood, featuring one short eye. Okay, um, this one did fine for various reasons. Its numbers are like our top of the year number. So yeah, it probably was our best one of the year. Which I I don't even know if I could count on that because it's it's very obviously a lot of Matt's audience is helping out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're like, oh, we will find him wherever he is. Oh, look over there. Where's that? I don't know, but he's he is there. Let us go. And they come over here and they listen and they think that's great. That was a lot of him. All right, now off we go. <laughs> and we, one of our listeners, thank you very much to who you are. You'll know when you hear it. Is that you? You went on on one short eyes YouTube video about Conquest Longbow, which is finally out now, and it will be linked mm-hmm. in this uh, episode description. But you went on there and told him that you're like, hey, I listened to both of these. I you said I, I'm coming over from the Classic Gamers Go podcast, and yeah. I really enjoyed both the, the pieces of content. So first of all, thank you very much for that, and also thank you for letting him know that you came from here, and also thank mm-hmm. you for listening to both of them because this was like <laughs> yeah. a. A lot. A three and a half hour episode, something like that? Yeah. Four hours and 15 minutes. Wow. So, so, and then one short as video is just shy of two hours. Um, So whoever (laughs) this listener is, you know, put in a good, good, like I was told there'd be no math, but I believe that's over six hours at this point. (laughs) That's many hours. Um, Many hours. But anyway, this, yeah, this one was a lot of fun. It was, it was, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, thank you for coming on, everybody who has come on over the course of the the year. You know, it's it's hard to always generate content between the two of us, and it's hard to find that level of having people on and talking about the stuff we just want to talk about. So I think we've done pretty good with the balance so far. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I said that in a way that made me sound like I had zoned out when you were talking, and I, I did. I absolutely had. I was I was picking my beard and just during into space. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's, that's good. No, that's okay. That's a great reason to start talking about uh, Sierra <laughs> remake comparison. Number one, because the other one, uh, the King's Quest one, did not work and we'll have to redo, obviously, because there are so many adorable differences between the AGI version of King's Quest and the other versions that I played. But this one was Police Quest, and this one did pretty good. Numbers-wise, it was a popular episode. 
It did exactly. It did, and I guess we could say now because we're 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 pretty much at the end here. We we are mm-hmm. continuing with our Sierra remake comparison. This was the first in in the little mini series that's going to cover um, all five of them. Is it five? We mm-hmm. got Larry King, Space Quest, and then Police. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The and and we could say now because I think anybody even listening to this episode to begin with, let alone this far into it, deserves you know some insight on what's going on. Is that um, our next episode, Knock on Wood, will be with Dave Gilbert, which I'm super mm-hmm. excited about. Um, mm-hmm. To the point where honestly, a lot a lot of the reason we had to kind of rush an idea out for this week is because we're we're both trying to be as prepared for possible as that episode as we can be. Um, mm-hmm. And so anyway, um, after we have a Dave Gilbert interview for the. Next episode here in January, the first February episode will be um, the Sierra remake comparison number two, uh, Leisure Suit Larry. Is it Larry? Yes. It's Larry, right? It's going to be Larry. Yeah. Yeah. We, we did because we didn't do Larry. So I actually have to go back into the calendar and edit that because we, we can't move forward. We're going to do Larry. There's quite a few that have remakes. So yes, we're going to do Larry. And Larry's got, yeah, it has let's say three versions it's similar yeah. to king's okay. quest in the sense where there's a bunch of different options other studios mm-hmm. exactly like king's quest right where other studios mm-hmm. stepped in and did remakes of the first one as well and we're going to try and divide that accordingly so so that that at least one of the two of us has played all the versions and can talk about mm-hmm. them all because as of right now i've only played larry one in agi i've not, I've not even played right. the, the sierra remake let alone the the mm-hmm. uh reloaded remake so anyway that's that's coming up next but back to this episode there's really nothing else to say I, we were using this episode to, to let you guys know that we are yeah. continuing on with that series basically and i think after larry we're going to do space quest we think because we're going to have a guest on eric elson to talk about king's quest six so we'll probably mm-hmm. try and not overdo it with king's quest because that would be you know oh, and we were going to do a little playthrough as well just through king's quest six to refresh it and and go into the episode with good eyes so right and there, so there's exactly. a contemplation we might even stream or see it or play it together maybe we're going to meet on discord tba yeah exactly but for the comparison's sake we're going to do larry next and then space quest um mm-hmm. and then probably king's quest if not quest for glory we'll kind of play those by ear but um, anyway, yeah, that's what's going on. Definitely continuing the remakes. Definitely excited about it. I think it's a cool little series. Um, and anyway, that brings us to our to last week's. And you guys, you were all there. It was just it was just a week or three ago. Adventure game interfaces, which was a lot of fun. And um, actually, we're not really done with this topic because I think what I'd like to do is have trolls back on. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be now we're looking at April May. We are literally booked till April. It's kind of crazy, but yeah, April right now. Yeah, we're going to do and have a little talk potentially just to peak interest. It might have involvement on outfits and and the way people are dressed in costumes and periods and adventure games with Sarah. Yes, with Sarah Kelly, who who stepped in for me basically for most of 2022, Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, we're going to have Sarah back. I'm really excited about that topic. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Mm -hmm. Other things that are happening before April will be we're going to have Daniel Albu from not only the conversations with Curtis, but from the adventure game hotspot network. Um, mm-hmm. not really sure what we want to talk about with him yet. We've we're playing on the idea of just fighting about that, but, but mm-hmm. that, that might be too much of a bloodbath because we're, cause we're all pretty strong personalities and, and pretty set in our ways. And, and Daniel's a smart guy. So I don't know if I want to get beat up by him. I don't know if I want to get my feelings hurt by his, by his well-articulated opinion. So 
because <laughs> it's gonna he's gonna i know he's gonna bring some logic and sierra doesn't doesn't face up well to logical arguments yeah. sometimes you know i just like, had that conversation with that guy he was like he didn't know it was called moon logic when we were having an adventure game conversation but he's like right. there was a lot of that really tricky logic i said moon logic he's like that's it as if i'm the one that created it so quickly i'm like no no not not my not my words <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So I, we're, we're trying to think of something. If, if any of our listeners, you know, follow Daniel's stuff and our stuff and have an idea of what you think we should talk about. Cool. And, uh, and if not, please check out um, conversations with Curtis and, and find, find Daniel at Daniel Albu. Uh, he's, yeah. he's always linked below, but Daniel, Daniel's one of the best, probably the best interviewer that there is out there. Cause he, he yeah. does an Getting awesome job names. of, yeah, he gets all the, first of all, he gets all the names. He does the deepest of deep dives and he also does a great job of asking questions that they haven't, the the, inter, the interviewees haven't been asked before. And yeah, yeah I meticulous just, I, research. A lot of work goes into everything he does. Exactly. Yeah. I adore, adore Dan. We both adore Daniel and, and his work. So please check him out. He's awesome. And he'll be our guest soon. And that was all to say that, that when all this stuff is over with, um, we got like, Again, King's Quest Six with Eric Elsom and Sarah's coming on to do um, outfits and, and aesthetics and things like that, costume choices, let's say. And uh, Dave Gilbert's coming on. We've got compar- the Larry and Space Quest comparisons that are going to go down. Oh, we're doing um, a Wajidai game um, mm-hmm. to be determined. That's going to be earlier in the year. Uh, it's probably going to be a Golden Wake, but it might be Resonance. Mm-hmm. Um, right. depending, depending Either way, on, I should probably start on it because yeah, it's exactly. me that has to do this too, isn't it? Funny enough. <laughs> exactly. Um, I had to try to basically I, I throw her busy work so I can <laughs> break code and fix it. Um, and then what else? Uh, I, th- I think I think we listed everything that we're trying to get through. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. that was all to say. Right, we're going to do the Wajidai and then we're going to do um, Loom. Mm-hmm. As well, because I just mentioned a lot of Sierra stuff, but we do we do want to cover Loom coming up uh, in the first half of the year, and then to finally circle back and complete this thought is um, I want to get trolls back on to discuss adventure game interfaces, and more specifically, while purposely remaining vague because I'm not sure of what I'm allowed to say, is that I'd like mm-hmm. to have have kind of a dev talk with trolls um, who's worked on many games in the past. No matter what you know, you know that as far as stair quests and things like that, and. Uh, plugging away at, at doing a point-and-click version of Space Quest 3. So there's lots of fun, nerdy AGS development stuff to talk about that'll kind of tie in with it, with interfaces and the choices and decisions mm-hmm. to be made with that and the pros and cons. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know, Trolls is the kind of person I think to our listeners could imagine could come sit in with us on kind of any topic and it would be a good time. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of learning happened in this last year for us, a lot of growing as a podcast. It was a consistent year. We have been here. We have put out episodes, whether we like them or not, whether <laughs> they were great or not, and maybe to the detriment, maybe to the pro. I don't even know that. But the point is, we've been here. And you guys that are listening right now have clearly been here too. So we're all still you. alive. Fuck yeah. <laughs> And, you know, an extra special thanks to people that help out on the Patreon, which is going to get some bonus content soon, as we mentioned, especially Tim Ellis, who is a new member in our extra special thanks tier. Hey, thanks, Tim. Also, Retro Floppy, who is a newer member in our uh, online clan. I also want to just say a quick thanks to Michael Council and Brian Manown, because I really like to say your names as well. Thanks uh, to everybody else who is in every other tier as well. Past, present, and future, you guys rock. Thanks a lot for joining us. 
uh, wish list the Phantom Fellows. That's the adventure game that's been taking up a lot of the time that hasn't been taken up by podcasting because uh, Paul is a full-time solo indie dev and has been making this game as kind of a legacy for his son and uh, is also a full-time dad. So this is this is his life. He is literally making a game and parenting a child all the time, all on his own, and just doing it all and kicking ass and also doing this podcast. And there is nothing else, maybe watching some motorcycles and maybe going for a walk to the mall or a drive because it's farther. But really, so wishlist the Phantom <laughs> Fellows on Steam is my point because, you know, he's he's sitting there looking and waiting for that little counter to go up just one number. And it's kind of like the highlight of the day. The kid cheers. There's jumping. It's it's an amazing thing. Uh, every, as well, Every time the number goes up one, I feel feed my child so <laughs> that's how it works so start kids skinny let's 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 work this in vote for uh tpf to be released on gog too they're really fussy we got uh jess by the way jess is uh the 100th wish list vote on gag yes. so 100 percent. thank you to you you rock uh my australian sister so thank you very very much and it's not like i've just asked friends and relatives to vote but it helps and i'm assuming all of you listening are friends so yeah i really appreciate it and everybody that has voted uh thanks a lot to you too and thanks to our friends of the adventure game hotspot underneath every episode if you do happen to read the description and then you go under the description uh we take the time to list out what everybody's working on currently that space quest historian adventure game geek one short eye conversation with curtis and his crew daniel abu and the rest and uh all of the above uh the Adventure Game Hotspot, which they themselves write articles and do videos and do episodes. So go underneath there, click on those, see what everybody's up to. Uh, Paul and I have some voice acting somewhere in there with one of them. So go look and you'll see which one it is. Uh, you can also say hi to us on Twitter, Anna at CGG Podcast or Paul at the Phantom Fellows or either either. You might get Paul at CGG Podcast and Anna at the Phantom Fellows. I didn't even know. The point is you can find us. We're out there. Uh, you can send us your words, mail at classicgamersguild.com. Uh, we're also a page in a group on Facebook. Just look up the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. And with my last breath of air, I say we are also on Instagram. Oh. CGG Podcast. I was hoping for something a little more, I guess. You know, it's like <laughs> my last breath of air, Instagram. Like, yeah, it's okay. It's cool. No, it's good. It's good. Um, listen. Bloody have have a happy new have had a happy new year because it's January second now. I hope <laughs> I hope you're I, I, I hope you know good stuff. That was well, yeah. We're all we're all very done here. So <laughs> words hard, brain tired. Don't don't do a murder. But clearly, you know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't mean to give that impression. <laughs> <laughs>